Well, God is good, and all the time, let's give him another hand clap of praise tonight, hallelujah, amen, praise the Lord, again, we want to welcome everybody that's here in the house of the Lord this evening, and uh, those that are uh, tuning in and watching by uh, uh, means of the live stream tonight, we're glad to have you with us. As we get into the Word of God and study God's Word and see uh, what um, God will speak to our hearts, amen, tonight, uh, we are doing the uh, spotlight uh, on Scripture, and um, our last Wednesday night, if you recall, uh, we, were, we began talking uh, on Scriptures about giving. And uh, if you'll remember, I told you that um, we don't ever know what the future will hold. Um, I personally feel like that there's going to be uh, a lot of um, upheaval uh, in, in the world situation beginning next, next year. Uh, I feel like that though God's church is going to be blessed and one of the ways that we can assure that, amen, is our attitude toward giving. And uh, we talked about uh, uh, giving last week and, uh, and, and got into um, uh, the lesson about that. And I told you that we would be continuing um, on that same line because I want to give, I want to give, the people in the church, uh, an understanding, amen, of what giving actually means and how that we are blessed by our giving. Last week we read several scriptures, and one of the scriptures that we read uh, talked about that they that uh, uh, giveth to the poor uh, lendeth to the Lord. Uh, and um, God loves, amen, a generous heart. Um, God does not um, uh, care uh, for us if we become stingy, amen. And uh, God wants his people to be givers because he is a giver. Uh, and we even was on this some of the same uh, wavelength in some of the messages that we preach during the holidays, about everything, be, uh, everything began with a gift, and uh, I guess one of the most quoted and well-known scriptures in all the Bible, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave, and um, so we're going to continue that same uh, track uh, uh, for tonight uh, to um, just pull out as much as we can. Uh, in the scripture about giving, uh, a lot of people have yet to learn uh, the principles of giving, uh, and they don't know how that our giving is a key to our own uh, being blessed with the Lord. Amen. Uh, if we if we sow sparingly, the Bible says we're going to reap sparingly. Hallelujah. So. Uh, it's very vital and important that we learn about giving. And I have 
title the lesson uh, for tonight, The Heart of Giving. Uh, the Heart of Giving. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about this evening. Uh, well, when we consider giving, one of the questions which arises is, why do we give in the first place? When we talk about giving, uh, we think about the question, well, why do we give? What is the purpose uh, and the motivation behind uh, the giving? Um, I will endeavor tonight to shed some light on this uh, in our lesson as we consider this the heart of giving. And on our spotlight on scriptures, we're going to be spotlighting Genesis chapter 28, and we're going to read verses 20 through 22. And uh, it's we have it on the screen, and if you uh, uh, there at home are following with us this evening, uh, you can turn in your Bibles, Genesis chapter 28, verse, uh, beginning at verse 20. And let's take a little bit of time tonight, take our time to see what the Word of God has to say concerning this. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. Now, this vow that um, uh, Jacob made, he made this vow after he had come and uh, the Lord had given him a, a dream during the night and he saw the ladder uh, um, going up into, uh, into heaven and the Lord spoke uh, uh, to him and, um, and he makes, he makes this, uh, this vow unto the Lord. And so we're going to use this as a springboard tonight uh, to talk about I'm going to break it down in two, in, in two important areas. Number one, giving begins with a personal commitment to God. And I told you we, uh, we asked the question and wonder, why do we give in the first place? And um, what is the purpose of it? And let me... Let me say this right here I don't, uh, before I get into this. Um, you know, in this vow that Jacob made, he promised the Lord, he said that uh, everything that you give me, I will give a tenth uh, uh, unto you of what I, I receive. This scripture right here is very important because when we consider and we talk about the tide, uh, last night we uh, last week uh, we did not um, talk about tithing per se. We were talking about 
things that goes beyond the, uh, the tithe, how that we give to help other people and uh, things in need. And there's a lot of people seem uh, to think that, well, uh, we shouldn't consider tithing because uh, it came uh, under the law. Uh, but this scripture here in the book of Genesis, uh, as we begin to start off, we, we notice something here. Tithing did not originate in the law. Tithing come through the law. Amen. Jacob made this vow a long time before Moses was born and come along and the law was written and given to the people. Several hundred years before the law of Moses, God's people gave a tenth. Amen. And uh, that's, that's, that's one thing that it's important for us to understand, although that's really not the most important thing that took place in this vial right here, and I want to break it down and explain to you what I'm talking about. We want to put these verses that we read in context. Now, we see earlier, now if you back up and you read what happened before um, Jacob made this vow, that Jacob had left uh, Beersheba, where his father and mother were, and he was going back to Haran to find a wife. That was the purpose of his journey. It was a long and potentially hazardous journey. And the verses tell us that as he slept on the way, God appeared to him in a dream above what has to become known as Jacob's Ladder. And in this dream, he told him that he would be with him. Now, this is what God first told Jacob. Amen. Uh, when, when God uh, spoke to him, God appeared to him and told him that he would be with him. He would bless him, protect him, and bring him back to the promised land. So the vow Jacob made was in direct response to the appearance of God in the dream and the promises that he had made to Jacob. So that's a, that's a fundamental key right there about the importance of our giving. Our giving, amen, comes from a response that we respond to what God does for us. Hallelujah. Amen. We give to God in response of what he does for us. When Jacob says in verse 21, if God will be with me, now this is, this is what he, he spoke uh, as he was speaking the vow. I want, I want you to understand that word if. Um, there there are some words from the original in the Hebrew and the Greek uh, that confuses uh, folks sometimes because a lot of the words in the original writing can be translated more than one way. 
Now, I want to give you an example. And the people who formulated uh, the, uh, the Trinity doctrine uh, and the doctrine of the Trinity, they used a particular word in the Greek to help uh, build up their theory of the Trinity. And that's, that's the conjunction that we find a lot, uh, the Greek word Kai, K, translated K-A-I. And when King James and the scholars translated that, the majority of the time they translated it and, A-N-D. And that word is used a lot when the writers in the New Testament talks about uh, uh, the Father and Jesus Christ, uh, the connection there. And they say, well, you know, that's, that, that, that's two, right, two right there. But that word kai, when you translate it, can be translated even, also, even also. There's 47, I, I counted it one time as I was doing a study many years ago, that, that Greek word can be translated in English 47 different ways. Amen. So, if, I, if you translate it even, which is just as correct, all the verses in there that they used to uh, concoct the Trinity doctrine, the verses of Scripture talks about God the Father and Jesus Christ also could be translated God the Father, even Jesus Christ. Do you, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? All right, the same is the same situation in the Hebrew. Uh, I want to get you back to what we're talking about in verse 21. Jacob said, if God will be with me. That word if in Scripture can and should often be translated since. Since. So Jacob was not saying, I don't know if this is really going to happen or not. He was saying, since God appeared to me and promised me all these things, this is how I'm going to respond. Now think about that. Genesis 28. Let me, let me take you uh, back. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, Since God will be with me and, and will keep me. See, there's, when, when you use the word if there, it puts a question mark to it. We don't know for sure if God's going to do this or not. But if you remember what I told you when you back up, and I hope, I hope we're not getting too deep in this. I, I hope I'm, I, I'm, bringing, I'm able to bring this out where you can understand what I'm trying to say. When, when God gave Jacob that dream, he told him in that dream he was going to be with him and was going to bless him. So, in response to that, 
when Jacob vowed that vow, he said, since God will be with me. He was basing that upon what God had told him in that vision or dream. Amen. That's very important for us to, um, uh, to understand. So the vow Jacob made was in direct response to the appearance of God in the dream and the promises that he made to him. Uh, this is how he responded. He says several things. And the most important thing that he said, uh, then the Lord will be my God. We have mentioned repeatedly that whenever we see the word Lord it, it, um, in all capital letters, it, uh, it, it refers to Yahweh in, in the Hebrew, which is the personal name of God. So Jacob is saying here, from this time forward, Yahweh is going to be my God. From this time forward. Amen. That, that right there is more important than the part of what he said, I'm going to give God the tenth. You see, we're blessed when we give to God, but that's not, that's not what your relation with him, relationship with him is built upon. Hallelujah. Uh, what we give is not uh, guarantee us a spot in heaven. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and us accepting that is what guarantees us that spot. Our salvation is built upon what he did for us, not what we do for him. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Jacob is making his own personal commitment to God here. In Hebrew, it's literally then, then he will be my God. The personal nature of, of this is emphasized to me. Now, this is significant because as we reread early in Genesis, uh, Jehovah was Jacob's grandfather, Abraham. Uh, he was Abraham's God. And he was also Jacob's father's God, Isaac. But now Jacob was saying, the Lord is going to be my God as well. Hallelujah. He's, he's not only the, uh, was the God of Abraham, my grandfather, or, uh, or Isaac, my dad, but from this point on, I've made this a personal thing. I've made this something personal. Hallelujah. Jacob had undoubtedly gr uh, grown up around the talk of the Lord, and perhaps he had never come a time to when it was something personal for him. So this was like a conversion, a moment uh, for Jacob. He knew about the Lord, but here he was committing himself to the Lord. Amen. So giving begins a personal commitment uh, to
to God. You cannot depend uh, on the relationship that your mom or your dad had with God or your grandparents. You've got to make it a personal thing. That's something we all got to do. We uh, It's got to be a personal thing, um, and that is very important. So I want to tell you tonight that the most important thing here in this part of this verse is not actually that he says, I'm going to give a tenth, but he says, from this point on, God is going to be my God. He made a commitment to him. Uh, so the commitment that he made was the most important thing that happened here in Genesis 28. The most important thing that occurred was not that Jacob decided to give God a tithe. The most important thing that happened was that he was ready to move out from a family faith and affirm his own personal faith. That's something good for you to remember, and if you're taking notes to jot down. At this point in time, it was no longer a family faith, because the God I'm serving was the God of my granddad and the God, the God of my father. That was a family faith. He grew up in the family who believed, believed that way. Hallelujah. But from this point on, it changed with Jacob. He said, from now on, it's a personal faith, not a family faith. Hallelujah. And that's a good word for us today as well. When you grow up in a Christian home, your parents are Christians, and perhaps your grandparents also have been Christians. And you go to Sunday school and church and all kind of activities and services. It can easily be just... A kind of a go-along thing because that's what the family does, but not really have your own personal faith in God. We've got to have our own personal faith with God. Amen. So that's the first part of the, talking about the heart of giving. Number one, giving begins a personal commitment to God. The second point that we want to bring out tonight and the final point for this evening is that giving recognizes God's provision. Hallelujah. Not only when you give do you make a commitment to God, but through your giving, you are recognizing God's provision to you. I want to call your attention there uh, to this verse. Of uh, uh, 22, I believe it is, Genesis 28 and 22. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house, and all that thou shalt give me. You see that? All that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto to thee. By giving, Jacob was recognizing something here. Jacob recognized here that whatever he would come into in the days ahead 
whether it be wealth, property, uh, and provision, it all would come from God. From this time on as I go on, it's all, it all comes from God. Uh, let me stop and say this. Uh, if you work, uh, the company you work for is not your source. Now, if you're retired and maybe you draw a Social Security check or something like that, the government is not your source. You better hope it's not because it's shut down right now. <laughs> Amen. How many is glad God never closes the door? God never shuts down. Hallelujah. Amen. Jake was saying the food that we eat, the garments that we wear, etc. And he says, all that you give me, everything that we are blessed with comes from God. It's not from our ingenuity. It's not from our ability. It's not from our education. And when we give back unto God, we are recognizing, giving recognition. Say, Lord, it's you that's helped me to do this. It's you that's helped me to have this house that I live in. It's you that has helped me to have this car that I drive. Amen. It's you. We sat down, as many people all over the country did, yesterday with family and had a uh, had a had a great uh, uh, a great meal but to provide the provider of all of that is God amen and he needs to be recognized uh, for that fact um, we see this taught all through the Bible Notice what James chapter 1 verse 17 says. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Amen. Notice here the twofold emphasis there in the book of James. And the sweeping nature of the statement, every good thing bestowed, every perfect gift, every good thing we receive comes from God. He is the source of all that is good. Even when a good thing comes through some other intermediate agency. <laughs> some of our older, older folks remember one of the stories that uh, Sister Helm uh, used to testify and tell about. Uh, years ago, uh, when uh, they had several children, and uh, Pastor Hale, which is our founding pastor, uh, uh, worked, uh, working at the time, I think, at the Hosier Mill there in Nashville and trying to pastor, and uh, things was really tight. And um, it was a neighbor or somebody close by. Uh, I don't remember all the details about it, but um, uh, the man didn't go to church. And uh, 
he uh, he kind of made light and made fun of uh, the church folks and everything. And uh, but he he brought after Sister Hale was doing a lot of praying, asking God to provide some food uh, for some meals, and this guy went out and got some stuff and uh, set the. Um, the uh, sacks of groceries on the back, on the back door door porch, and um, Sister uh, Hell received those things, and she was praising the Lord and uh, and giving God thanks and glory. And a, and a little later on, uh, this guy was came and uh, Sister Hell seen him, and and uh, she was still praising the Lord, and the guy. Begin to, begin to laugh and say, well, I'm going to tell you something. That wasn't the Lord that got you those those groceries. She says, I was the one that went and got those groceries and put them there. She said, well, praise praise the Lord. Uh, God gave me the food even though he did use the devil to deliver it. <laughs> so um, uh, no matter what direction it comes from, it comes from God. It comes from God. And so, as I'm, I want to wrap up our lesson for tonight, talking about the heart of giving and uh, why we give and the motivation and the purpose. I want to drive these two points home. That giving begins a, a personal commitment to God, and then giving recognizes God's provision when we give no matter what the amount is when we give we are recognizing God amen and then that opens the door that opens the door for him to further bless us can you say amen and and let me say this also that the blessings that we give God blesses us and I think this is very important, especially in this time. God blesses you and he blesses me that we can be a blessing to others. Amen. And we should never try to hoard blessings of God, but we should pass those blessings on to other people. We should pass them on. Hallelujah. Let's all stand together tonight. Uh, and.